0: I love your face on that, Michael.
1: <laughs> Thank you everyone for joining us today. Uh, we are on a special episode of the Culture Nerd podcast where we are going to have uh, we're going to talk Talkville with Michael Rosenbaum and Tom Welling. You guys know them as Lex Luthor and Clark Kent from Smallville, one of the longest running uh, shows of its time and absolutely a diehard if you're Superman fan, you should know the show. So, they don't need any introductions. So let's just get right into it, everyone.
0: Awesome. Hello,
2: guys. How are hello, you? Hello, hello. I like
0: that. Let's talk Talkville. I like that. Yep. I, Talkville. I love well, the title Michael for that show. Know where we are. I, Michael, I'm Tom Welling. I was on Smallville. Uh, <laughs> okay, great.
3: Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, great.
0: Uh, Michael Rosenbaum, he played Lex Luthor with A Lot Less Hair. Yeah, I, know,
3: yeah. I know you're not
0: as familiar as Taylor is, so I just wanted to... I
3: appreciate, I appreciate, I appreciate you bringing it to me. Uh, I also had to shave my head for a production once, and it's the worst. So I totally commiserate. The fact that you had to do it for a large majority of I your did. life...
2: I had to shave that head for seven years, and what's crazy is people still ask me, did you shave your head at your up?" I'm like, I shaved
3: it! Come on! <laughs> You have a lot in common with, like, Michael Phelps. You and, like, Olympic <laughs> swimmers really understand the dedication to your art form. I know.
2: Hey, hold on a second. Somebody's at the door. Damn
0: it. <laughs> that outside. Okay, I tell you, so- the funny thing is, we would, in filming the show, we would have scenes outside. And a lot of times in Vancouver, they would always do, like, the uh, the rain towers. They would always somehow be in, like, the darkest, coldest time of the year. They'd film these things. And I'd be outside in a jacket, in a t-shirt, jeans, and boots. Michael be in a suit with a bald head, and he'd be like, "I'm freezing! I'm freezing! Let's go!" Because there's, so there's nothing crazy. up there. I was always
2: cold, especially in Vancouver. I mean, it rains a lot. It's always cold. It was like, you know, it's it's
3: tough being a bald man. <laughs> especially <laughs> also because you you were it was foisted upon you. It wasn't a genetic thing. It wasn't like something you were coming to terms with. It was forced. It was hoisted upon you, and you had yeah, to accept yeah. it.
0: What, yeah, Michael, yeah. Was Was there a waiver? Michael, like when they were like before, before we gives you this job, you know you're gonna shave your head, right? Was there? I think yeah. there was
2: something like that where I think they paid me extra to shave my head.
0: Oh,
3: nice. Did it become a t- later on though? Once you're, I mean, we were just looking at it. Mazel Tov on twelve seasons. I mean, it's it, the TV landscape today is so different. Well, 10, that, seasons. 10, Ten seasons. Ten. I was seasons? just gonna let
0: him go. He's. A good- <laughs> supernatural or something. Did it
3: run through what were the years it, ran, it started in 2001? to 2011, right Tom?
0: Sure, it was 10
1: seasons. Oof. Oof. Yeah, May 2011. I just I googled it cuz none of us knew apparently.
3: Great. 200 episodes is such is
0: 217.
3: Sub... Uh I didn't know the exact amount. I knew it was Do 200 your homework, plus. Michael. That's what why I left it you? there. I told them I did know homework. <laughs> That's on me. Um oh, I like it. Are you able – you're going back and watching it now. Are you able to watch it with fresh eyes or does it feel like watching your high school yearbook again? Because I look back at those things and go, oh, my God, I can't believe I, I was such a dummy. You have this huge record of your lives. Are you excited Tom, to go back? Tom, what do you feel? How do you feel?
0: I feel like um, I couldn't have done this even five years ago. I think it, we've just been – you know, we've been doing a lot of conventions and meeting the fans and seeing how they react to the show and hearing your questions and wanting to know more. And me, myself, I want to know a lot of times the, the the film and television shows that I like. I like to know what how how'd you guys do that? You know, like How would you make that happen? And I, this is a great way to do it with Michael's success of his podcast and the team that he has. Um, it, it just was like, hey, why don't we just watch these shows and then the next day I get on and just rap about it, make fun of them, bring up stories that people might not know. Um, talk about the things that came to your mind while you watched it, and Michael, because he played Lex Luthor, wasn't there all the time, and didn't really, and Michael didn't watch a lot of the episodes. He's watching a lot of them for the first time, mm. um, so it's it's a lot of fun. It's
2: crazy, it's crazy to go back and sit, you know, sit back so many years later, and it's been twenty years since that first season aired, mm. and you watch these episodes and see who I was twenty years ago and who we were, and there's there's part of it you like you can really appreciate it part that's kind of you're a little vulnerable you're watching yourself but all all in all i think it's we're watching as a fan now so i think people yeah. we can relate to what pe- you know people are feeling all these years and we're just it's just it's a really cool experiment it's like let's just dive in see what happens we don't know what's gonna come we don't know each episode what we're gonna recall
0: we don't it's- remember how every episode goes by the way
2: <laughs> yeah yeah of course. How end. so right. Yeah, it's it's going to be exciting.
0: What and we have a lot. Of, we have a lot of content. We have two, like we have 217 yeah. episodes of content to talk about. So I hope you know it's not going to fade off right away because we're like Michael's show is based upon guest stars. We don't. We will have some. We we are. We've already banked a couple with a major cast star that graced us with her appearance, um, and we'll continue to do that. But it's really just rapping about it. We uh, we we answer fan questions. We. Um, we rate the episodes based on a scale that Rosenbaum came up with, and he's a little more critical than I am about some things, but um, it's a blast, like it's a lot of fun.
1: One thing that I wanted to bring up, you said 217 episodes. And if you watch one episode a week, that's about 52 episodes a year. So you're gonna be committing to this for about four plus years. That's kind of awesome. And I
0: mean, daunting at the same time. We're gonna, like Michael says, let's, let's, that's the idea. But let's just keep it cute. You know what I mean? Like, we're not trying to we're not trying to burn ourselves out either. Like, we did a yeah. couple already, and then one day we're like, let's do two in a row. And what we kind of found was that the second one maybe lost a little energy, so we might not do that. We might just keep it the one. You got to separate. You guys know you can't. Do- welcome, welcome to the world of welcome to the world of content and sec- yeah. absolutely. Every
3: day starts with, Taylor, let's get on. Let's do a bunch of episodes. Then a kid starts crying. The wife's car breaks down. It's a lot of time to put into it. And uh, yeah. your fan base is super excited that you guys are doing this. Yeah,
2: look, we're, we're excited. And like Tom said, I think we are We are going to have fun with this. And we want to keep doing it until it's not fun. And hopefully it that, that fun will last.
0: And, and I, the fun for me is a curiosity. Like, I'm curious watching these still. Because I haven't watched them. And, uh, you know, I watched them all as we were producing them. But I haven't – it's come across on TV. And, like, my son – it was on TV once. And I, my wife was like, who's that? And my son looked at the TV and looked at me. And he goes, that's Dada. And then just walked off, you know. Yeah. So we don't, like, watch it around the house. It's uh, So there's a curiosity to how it stands up and how things work. And a lot of surprises because you don't remember each scene or each episode. Um, so it's it lands on fresher eyes.
3: Yeah, and I also want to know what it was like. Like, for okay, do do you remember when cell phones hit the set? Do you remember yeah. when the I like? Because I'm thinking about it. Like in 2001, what did you do? You went to the blockbuster. I'm sure of. I'm sure you went and did stuff outside, but it wasn't like today where right. uh, if you're on a production anywhere in the world, I'm still plugged into all my friends. Yeah, I still
0: it was it was cell phones like flip phones. And, like, Nokia phones and pagers were kind of, like, you know, kind of fading out. And then I remember the BlackBerry, was yeah. on, and then the iPhone a couple seasons in. And then by the time it was, I don't know, season five, six, or seven, it was, like, no cell phones on set. You know, it took that long. Yeah. Yeah, you know,
2: the, the cool thing is, is we didn't have that, uh, we weren't bombarded with messages online back then to people say, you know, why would they cast him as Lex Luthor he, or why I see Clark Kent? We didn't have a lot of that until years later. Right. So that was healthier for us.
0: We'll get it now on the podcast.
3: A hundred percent. Unfortunately, everything you were sheltered from is going to hit you tenfold now. So yes, that's oh, okay. all for part for the course. Yeah, we're excited for it.
1: Mm. One of the things that I wanted to ask you, Tom specifically was um, when they were producing the show, obviously uh, they had the, the no flights, no tights rule for the majority of the show. Um, and then recently, I think you did an interview where you said that you would have loved to be the a, a Superman for Robert Pattinson's Batman. Yeah. Um, during the time of Smallville, did you ever just get curious and want to wear the costume? Or were you just 100% committed to just being Clark? I mean, I...
0: <sighs> I never wanted to wear the costume. I'm not, I'm not even for Halloween. We, one time, I was I, dre- I dressed up as Frankenstein for Halloween, and I got the biggest, squarest Frankenstein thing. And we went into uh, In-N-Out Burger. I was with a group of friends to get burgers, and I had it on. And the security guy comes and he goes. Hey, man, you got you got to take that off. You got to take that off. And I was like, it's it's my costume. And he was like, no, it's also like security. Like we don't know who you are if you try to rob the place. So the point is, I took it off. I go over and sit with my friends, and I, I have the helmet down in the middle of the table, and I'm eating my burger. And my buddy goes, "Look, look!" And I turn around, and the kid sitting right next to me is dressed as Clark Kent from Smallville. <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa!" Like that's so. And I I didn't know what to do. And right before we left, I was like, "Hey, man!" And he goes, "Hey." Because like, <laughs> I was all anyway. But um, no, the suit thing. Uh, I just I don't know. I just. I always knew that if, once you do that, there's no going back. Um, I think it's different now. But I also didn't want Smallville to turn into, hold on a second, let me go put the cape on. I, I didn't. I want it to be about Clark and his journey of trying to become, or him trying to figure out who he is and his place in the world. And I think that's very difficult, as you see in the films, when you start flying around in a suit.
2: Yeah, it would have been a different show, I think, if you, you, you know, you yeah. were nights, and it, just, it would become something different. It, yeah. And it stayed in Smallville for all those seasons until it was over. And I,
1: I feel like that works. Yeah. No, I, I definitely, I like that. Um, one of the things that I remember seeing back uh, the early 2000s is later in the show, when you became the blur, they had these like concept arts where they like, it was almost like a Superman, like Superboy jumpsuit, where it was like like a blue and red leotard with the symbol. And I'm like, they're not going to do that. And then they ended up going with like the uh, the leather jacket that was zipped up and had the logo in it. I'm like, that that, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, but, it, was, it was like some version of a Superman hybrid cross yeah. that they got away with. And that was my least favorite theme because I kind of knew what they were doing without <laughs> doing it. You know, so Michael hasn't seen it. He hasn't seen any of that. So I have no idea it.
2: what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> that was about the point where they had that
1: one random Lex episode where it was like a body double wearing like a breathing apparatus. Yeah. And I was like, that's not Rosenbaum at yeah. all. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: For years, I know they had my old um, stand in and they would have the back of his head on shots that the people Yeah, would say, like
1: almost like
0: Inspector Gadget, that? like the yeah, claw, people like would say, in the you chair.
2: Come, you're on smallville again. I'm like, no, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: They would They would also not always tell us that they were going to insert those shots, mm-hmm. which is fine because we weren't supposed to be, no, you know, we didn't know we were being watched by Lex or something. But then I would see the episodes, I'd be like, Oh, that's weird. He was just like watching us. All right.
3: What food locations do you miss from those days? Where had the best pancakes? Where had the best Uh, hamburger place that you're like, man, if I go up there, I got to eat at whatchamacallit?
0: There's a place called Tojo's. (laughs) Tojo's. That is like so bomb. So bomb. I've been there since. Like I've been to Vancouver a handful of times and I always have to go there. And then there's a place down in Gotham um,
2: Gotham Steakhouse.
0: Gotham Steakhouse. Yep. And then there's a place that only does oysters and things. I forget the name of it, but there were like three spots. I mean, I I didn't have a lot of time to go out. In fact, having gone back to Vancouver once the show ended years later, I realized I really didn't – I knew my way around Vancouver, but I hadn't really experienced how awesome it was because to me it was coming home at 6 o'clock in the morning on Saturday – Trying to do whatever to go back to work 6 a.m. Monday for 10, you know, so I wasn't like out in Vancouver. Um, it's a great town though.
3: And for some of the logistics, uh, you know, we, we we idolize actors, we see you up on the screen, we watch your pretty faces, we go, that's the life for me. But what would what is the physical work of the production of the week? Because not only shooting, but then when did you get scripts? When are you learning these things? Were you learning a
2: yeah, Michael, you'll hear all this on talk. Oh, ah, okay, great, great, great <laughs> but,
3: okay, okay, great great great, great, great,
2: great, great. But you're right. I mean, it's like we get, you know, we get into that where it's like some, you know, the first couple of seasons, you're working 12, 14 hours a day into the weekend, and it's freezing yeah. and raining, and, and it's just, it's it's a lot. There's, there was a point where we all wrote a letter to the president of Warner Brothers saying, "Get Tom a car every day because he's going to die driving." Home. Driver, so, yeah. And they ended up doing that. Uh, so yeah. yeah, it was crazy. I remember crazy, crazy hours. But when you're young and just you're just eager and ready to go, and like you're like, all right, you know, you don't. I couldn't do it now, <laughs> but yeah. uh, really, uh, you know, it was a time period for
0: sure. Well, and also believe it or not, it's the waiting that's sometimes harder. The anticipation. Maybe you don't work for three days okay, it's not, enough it's not enough time to leave. It's not enough time to get settled. I think there's like a – that's a whole nother craft is how to be an actor who's on call. Um, I didn't have many of those days because I was just in the show so much. But um, since then, I've been on movies or shows where there's you – know, you have six hours. You can't leave. You have six hours. And, you, you know, you think, oh, I'm just going to read a book. I'm going to get on my iPad, whatever. But the anticipation of re- going back into a, a mindset or a creative mode – I think that's, that's why some people, you know, start hitting the bottle or, you know, doing a lot of other things, but um, yeah. But basically for me, it was, you know, 5.30, 6 a.m. starts on Monday and then finishing 4.35 a.m. on Saturday morning and then, re- hit, re- you know, wash and repeat. Yeah. Uh, it's such a,
3: com- it's such a commitment and it, it, it- I would assume that as the show goes on and they see the talent that they have, they then start writing
0: for you, correct? There's a bit of an adjustment. Yeah. Like, oh, this actor who's not working John Glover was was started as a guest star. He was so good, he became a cast member. Um right. that that's a perfect example.
2: They find your strengths. I think as they see you act in the first few episodes and how it's edited, they know what your strengths are and I think they work towards that. And and you know everybody they all want you to look better. They want you to make make the show better. And they, what's your strength? And uh, you know, I wish I would have got been able to get a little evil early on at times. But I like the arc. I like that it was, you know, I didn't become like you know twirling this mustache like, oh, you know, too early because it would have been it wouldn't have been as cool. And uh, it definitely took a lot of time. At the end, I was like, I'm ready to be an asshole. <laughs> you know. Uh.
3: You were also well, a, on such a—you know—it started in two thousand and one. It's such a trajectory because it was such a big deal for—you know—Superman had been on Superman's been on television and moving pictures now forever. I mean, it's such an iconic thing. But the level of fandom that ramped up during those years—you know, Comic Con in two thousand and one is very different than Comic Con two thousand and eight, when yeah. all of a sudden it's a launching vehicle for the twilight movies and all of a sudden it becomes this different thing when did you notice that change when did that ramping up start
0: uh well I, I remember at the beginning there was we were working we were working a lot trying to get the show going and there was an invitation to be on the cover of rolling stone magazine and they wanted to shoot it on saturday and i was like i was like yeah but don't i work on saturday They're like no you'll be done saturday morning at like two or three in the morning and i go well what time's the photo shoot and they're like 10 a.m and i was like no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And they were like, well, you know, because production and, and publicity don't talk. And it was like, this is Rolling Stone. And I'm like, I'm going to die <laughs> like you guys. And by the way, a lot of actors go through this, but it was one of those things where I was like, well, if they're asking us to be in the cover of Rolling Stone, we must be doing something. And we ended up getting it done. I think we moved it a couple hours or something. But um, I think that's when I felt like, uh-oh, we're, I think we're onto something here.
1: mm." So in the years that followed the end of Smallville, um, the Arrowverse came, became a thing. And that whole cinematic TV universe only existed because of Smallville. Um, obviously, the, the Arrow TV show was actually supposed to be Justin Hartley's spinoff. That didn't happen. They got retooled and then birthed the whole universe out of it. Um, and then later on, you and the crisis event, Tom, you you reprised your role as kind of an epilogue to the show. Sure. Yeah. Um, what what does that kind of feel like to know that your show, the lasting effects are still seen today with TV I mean, comic book?
0: I think it's awesome. I mean, because I know there was there's a guy named Glenn Winter who was our one of our DPs and then director and went on to um, be a big part of those shows. So and I'm a I mean, I love that guy of a big fan of him. And for him to go out and create all those other shows and you know, all from sort of the the lens of a or from the pen of a Alan Miles and the vision of a David Nutter. I mean, it's just cool. It's awesome, it, and it's also fun when we see those guys at like Comic Cons or out, like Amel and all those guys. You know, there is a little bit of a nod, but they've all taken it to their own level. Um, I mean, I don't even think Supernatural would ex- existed without um, without Jensen had being, you know, my football coach on Smallville. So, um,
1: <laughs> true. No, <laughs> but, I, I firmly believe that. That's that's why they killed him off in the show, right?
0: Like he got offered the pilot and they were like, we gotta kill him now. Yeah. So he did like just- a good job. They killed him and gave him an o- a show that ran 15 years. So yeah. Was- oh my God. By the
2: way, non sequitur. <laughs> I remember an episode now we're gonna have to talk about <laughs> of me and Jensen with our hands tied, both shirtless. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: I don't remember what the episode was called, but I can't wait till we get to that
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Jensen on that one.
3: Did he drop his ice cream cone like Dawson's dad in Dawson's Creek? How did they? Did he die doing something heroic, or did he just roll off
1: the road? I don't I remember. Don't remember. Oh, okay. um, I remember this because it was it was batshit insane. He got killed by a meteor, <laughs> okay. just, uh, just like Lana's parents. Yeah, like I remember it was like at the near near the end of one of the seasons, like another meteor shower was happening, and he was like holding Clark's parents hostage with a shotgun. And a meteor, like, struck through the
0: house and killed him. And I'm like, that's convenient. <laughs> this is this is how the conversations go on Tocqueville. Like, we yeah. talk about stuff like that. Like, that's your reaction to a dead body? Really, Pete? You know, like, <laughs> you really joke around about stuff like that.
2: Yeah, uh, it's a blast, guys. I think people are going to really love Talkville. It's The more I think about it, the more we talk about things. I feel like it's it's exciting for us and it's going to be exciting for the fans as well.
3: Were there any other big productions in town? I mean, you were there for so long. Were there other shows that you would run into that were filming during the same time you were filming? Well, there was
0: Supernatural, X Men was up there. Um, yeah. A bunch of stuff was coming through Vancouver. I, unfortunately, I didn't get a lot of time to like visit other people. I, I produced a show called Hellcats, which was there for a year, and I was able to shoot over there a couple times and, and sort of pop in and say hello. But um, there was—I don't recall what was up there. Probably. An easy Google check. But it you know, it wasn't like there was actors everywhere you turned around mm. because it's such a spread out place. Um, but there were definitely a lot up there. Yeah. So in the the
1: years that have finished, obviously with the the show having its lasting effects, um, I, I guess we can kind of close on this one with the with the show now you guys going to cons and seeing all the fans and seeing all the love. What do you what do you want to like, obviously giving the show to the fans is, is a huge thing, but what do you want to say to them? The ones who've lasted for all these years?
0: Well, first of all, you yeah, know, I want to say thank you. And I think they've been a big encouragement to Michael and I taking off on this endeavor because we're hearing questions from them about these kinds of things. And as we rewatch the episodes, it, it we're more informed to talk about them now because a lot of times they ask us questions and we're like, oh, I really don't remember. Now we're able to kind of bring more to the table than that. And, uh, <laughs> you sound like child soldiers. You, it
3: sounds like, it sounds like, you
0: know, it is this huge benefit, but it's also
3: this trauma that went in your life and you took a long time to process it. And now you're processing it. And we're, I'm so thankful that we get to join you for that process. Cause you are, you know, especially when I watch Michael, when I watch your other podcasts and stuff like that, just the ins and outs of, being a working actor and living that it's a very specific thing that you it's very specific craft that you have done and there are very few people that have gone through those struggles and to do it as long as you have is 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 an amazing feat you know it really is an amazing thing
0: well and you know tv film production they're all the finished product is made to look seamless but there's a lot of things that go into i mean if you think of a uh, a 42 minute television episode takes 10 days to shoot so there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, right. and, and I I was there for a lot of it, and so was Michael.
2: Yeah, but we look, we appreciate you guys, you know, hyping this up and yeah. supporting us, and you know, we're looking forward to it. every Wednesday Talkville. I hope you guys will be there. I hope the fans will be there, interact, and we're ready to go.
1: Well, thank you so much for being here with us. I know I'm going to be tuning in because I love your other show, and I'm going to love this one because it's, it's already it's right up my thank alley. And, you, and thank you,
3: Michael. Uh, and as a person that has not watched Smallville again, as you, as heard my ignorance, um, I am excited that I get to go through the show with you two. You know, it's yeah. very, you know, there's a, sure. we lived in a time. Uh, COVID happened. Everyone watched a million hours of TV. I've watched a lot of things. The idea that I get to then go through this with you two, and then once I get into the rhythm of the show, go ahead of you two, and then to go back to it, that is a wonderful bookmark, and it's a wonderful way to get other people into this thing because it did affect so many people in such a positive way, which I'm sure you're running into at every... Every Comic-Con, somebody tells you, oh, Smallville saved my life. I'm sure you're getting those conversations and you will only get more of those. So mazel and congratulations. Much success to both of Thank you for having us. Thanks,
1: Thanks, Dylan. Thank Thank you you again. Cheers. All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today on this special episode of the Cultured Nerd Podcast where we talked Talkville with Clark Kent and Lex Luthor themselves from Smallville. Uh, Michael Rosenbaum and Tom Welling, a big thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you again everyone who supports us. Uh, go ahead and head over to our Patreon. Support us. Help us do what we love to do. And have yourself a great rest of your day. Thank have you yourself again, everyone. A great
3: day. Don't forget to check out Smallville and also Talkville. It's all coming everybody. Get hyped.
1: Yeah, get hyped. It's coming next week. Next Wednesday. Cannot Bye. wait. Thank you again, everyone. Bye.